the recent showcase of the PlayStation 5 and the announcement over the last year of Xbox Scarlet, we know we're coming to the end of the generation of the Xbox One and the PlayStation 4. And that kind of brings up the question, is it worth jumping in at the last minute to catch up on a console if you hadn't purchased it yet, even with these new consoles kind of looming in the distance soon to be released? That's what we're going to be talking about today on another exciting edition of A Cast of the Past, which you can check out each and every Sunday. Joining me today, Keith Hamilton from London, Ontario. Hi. Keith, how's it going? First Good, of all. Good, you? Good. My uh, again, late PS4 adopting friend. Yes, yes. That's going to be my story. But before we get into that, again, just wanted to say it's a two-man crew, Keith and I. Um, for those wondering, we're doing a kind of two-man rotation for a couple weeks in a row, but our bigger extended episodes are always going to be a three-man crew, barring come next catastrophe. Week, it should be, yeah, barring catastrophe, come next week, we should all be back together to talk about a fun little video game from the Super Nintendo era. Oh yes, and that will be quite exciting, but jumping back into this conversation about jumping in, a lot of jumping. Yeah. Um, but getting like into Mario. a console, kind of the last, you know, what are the procrastinator, if you will, getting in mm-hmm. at the last minute before the end of a console's life cycle. And I wanted to ask you, Keith, we're going to be talking about me and the PS4 today. But for you, have you ever done that with a console, you know, towards the end of the life cycle, bought the console, you get a bunch of discount games. Has there been a console in the past that you have done this for? It's only happened to me once, and that was with the Nintendo GameCube. It was near the end of its life cycle. I'd never really been interested in a GameCube until I started talking to yourself and Juan back in the day, and I became very interested in this little game called WrestleMania 19. So I ended up buying a GameCube just for that and then ended up checking out other games that came out for it along the way, like your big ones, like Super Smash Bros. Melee, uh, Super Mario Sunshine, and all of that. It was it was really cool and a little overwhelming to just have this library, and I'm sure it's even more overwhelming these days with the, uh, the frequency that games come out, but just to have this whole library that you can check out and be like okay this is a starting point these are all the things i want to hit and then maybe i'll check out a thing or two along the way it's actually kind of fun and i wish i did it more but it's become a thing now these days where i either like get in on the ground room floor or about a year later or i just skip it entirely like the wii u came and went never even touched it um this generation that's when uh, i got in late too (laughs) (laughs) there this generation i never owned an xbox uh, one and at this point i probably won't i'll just look at the scarlet once that comes out so i'll probably end up skipping that entirely but it there is this cool like um mysticism behind the exclusives for it like there is a good chance that unless it comes to game pass i will miss all of the halo games from the xbox one generation and kind of sucks but it is what it is so yeah um for me i have done this in the past with the playstation 2 i did get it way late in the life cycle um again it was to play a wrestling game it was for smackdown versus raw 2006 and then (laughs) i ended up getting uh you know a a couple other games like shadow of the colossus and and things like that so i got to experience uh, a lot of great things but then of course i got a playstation 3 fully backwards compatible and ended up 
selling off my PS2. But um, yeah, and I also did this for the Wii U. I, I did get in late on the Wii U, but it was more because the damn Switch still doesn't have a virtual console. And I wanted to get all my Zelda games and all that in kind of one master console and the wii u was able to provide that uh i think it's a I great experience you know yeah for i mean for honestly for wind waker hd and twilight princess hd having the second controller is actually better than even the switch experience so um i would say that that was the reason for that but this is a little bit different um i recently bought a playstation 4 and oh god wrong image but anyway <laughs> video version folks you might have saw something a little weird there but um i recently got a playstation 4 which means i have a ton of games to catch up on anyone who's saying oh why would you do that they just announced the ps5 i'm probably not going to get a ps5 right away let's be yeah, honest See, here's the thing like for multiple reasons especially with this console generation there's not a lot of reason to just rush out and get a ps5 unless you're like a diehard need to play the new shiny thing video gamer like with there being potential issues with supply and still not knowing the price of these things even though they're supposed to come out in a couple months that that leads me to believe that they might be on the expensive side there's a lot of reason to be hesitant about these new consoles and maybe wait a year maybe wait two years and if you're gonna wait two years and still like argue why wouldn't you just wait for that new system well you could be having fun for those two years so maybe just invest in the cheaper thing get all you can out of it and then when the time is right when things have figured themselves out both in the world and in the market of video games then maybe look at those new consoles that's kind of where my head's at right now anyway yeah the way i looked at it was you know, there's a bunch of games I just wanted to play now, especially with the hype of, you know, The Last of Us 2. But, and I needed to go back and play The Last of Us. And, you know, I could do that on the PS3, but of course there's a remastered PS4 edition. All and that's that. a so, really good remaster. Yeah. So I got a PS4 Pro. Again, another justification. You wait and they sometimes release a better, more powerful mm -hmm. version of the like system. I, I just have a base PS4 because I couldn't justify going out and getting a Pro. Mm -hmm. So anyway, I ended up getting the PS4 Pro. Uh, you know, there's tons of games for, for me to start at. I have already started playing a game. I started with uh, Sekiro uh shadows die twice which is it's samurai dark souls is what yeah, it is you're but, you're a big fan of the souls game so that seems like a very good starting point for you yeah exactly and i know there's a bunch of other games and i can go over the ones i've i've picked up so far um that you know obviously i haven't played yet i'm still just at the beginning of sekiro but i've picked up both last of us remastered last of us 2 god of war bloodborne which again is another dark souls game from, another great from, pick another you. dark souls like game um uncharted 4 and then 
I believe that I got the. Sh- Let me look at my shelf. So you basically picked up Sony's greatest hits. You've started with like the base exclusives. Yes. Oh, well, yeah. I ordered. I ended up with everything going on. Um, it's kind of hard to find a lot of consoles right now with during quarantine and everything. People are buying them off the shelves, but I was able to buy it through PlayStation.com. They had a bunch of games for twenty bucks, so I went for that. Um, also, I picked up Final Fantasy VII Remake and Jedi Fallen Order. Target had a buy two, get one free. So I'm like, screw it. I'm going to buy three $60 games to get maximum like value there. Absolutely. Um, so that those are the that's the current library I have. Obviously, there is a multitude of PlayStation 4 games out there. So Keith, who has had the PS4 for quite a while now, I wanted to get his take. He knows, you know, the games that I just listed off, but what areas should I cover? You know, if you're going to guide me through the world of PlayStation 4 games to pick up, Mm -hmm. what are some areas, aside from the ones I listed, what areas am I missing? What should I be checking out? Well, the first thing that stands out to me is the fact you didn't say RE2 Remake. <laughs> which I, I knew is I a figured crime. that was coming. Yeah. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. Like, I, honestly, it's really hard to, um, outside of the realm of exclusives, it's kind of tough to recommend anything because, well, like, there's these great experiences. Like, I could recommend things like RE2 Remake. I could recommend Red Dead 2 if you haven't played GTA 5 on this generation. Like, that's a great-looking game, even do though I need you can to, play it on your I fridge at this point. Again, I played it on PS3. I do have the PC version. I don't think I need to get it again. But why not get another version? Because no, it's like I know. 10 G- bucks. Yeah, GTA 5, they were like, Skyrim, hold my beer, you know? Yeah, <laughs> no kidding. They're in some sort of arms race, Bethesda yeah. and Rockstar, of who can release that game, their game on the most consoles. But yeah, as far as third-party stuff goes, those games that I mentioned, like RE2 Remake, like, um, oh God, what else did I say? Like, um... I totally blanked on Final what I Fantasy? was. Was that no? That's not an exclusive, right? That, or that, that is well, an exclusive. Well, God of Final, War. Final, um, so I do. I will also say I do have Spider Man. Okay, Spider Man. Again, I another great that. exclusive yeah. that you need to play. So my roommate had a had a PS4, and before um, I moved out, I did buy Spider Man and started playing it. I never finished it. And then now I moved out, but I, so I'm, I'm going to start over anyway. That, that um, so is a game that really just like it sunk its hooks into me. Like one, like there's one or two games a year that I get like really, really into. And I like, that's where I have my like, oh, I sat down to play this and then six hours just passed. Like Spider-Man is one of those for me and I can't recommend it enough. Uh, one thing that came to mind that both Juan and myself are big fans of that you can get pretty cheap these days. Cause really that's one of the biggest benefits in my opinion mm-hmm. to coming to consoles so late in the lifestyle or in the lifestyle in the life cycle <laughs> that um, a lot of these games are discounted. Like, yeah, right like now, I said, I got a bunch of these for 20 bucks and that's PlayStation.com. I'm sure if I hunted a little bit better, I could find them even cheaper. Yeah, like once Black Friday comes, you can probably pick up most of the catalog for a cup of coffee at this point. But one thing that I can't recommend enough is the Yakuza franchise. Both Juan and myself are huge fans of it. And much like you did with the Wii U and Zelda, uh, 
or Sony is doing with the PlayStation and Yakuza, where by the end of the um, the console's life or life cycle, all of the Yakuza games are going to be available on the PS4. Right now, we have Zero, uh, the remake of One and Two, Three and six i think four and five are still still aren't out yet but it's a great very um like not well known franchise that deserves all of the credibility in the world if you like dumb action movies which i know you do then the <laughs> the yakuza movies so is zero the games. one to start the one you guys is yes is that Zero's- where Juan started yeah, Zero yeah. is the one to start with. It's not the first one that came out, but it's a prequel that just sets up for everything. And in my opinion, it's the best one. You need you need to check out the Yakuza. Okay. All right. So, so far, Keith has given me homework for RE2 in Yakuza Zero. Now, what about Witcher? So, Witcher is one I've contemplated getting even for the Switch at the time. <laughs> but clearly now with the PS4 Pro, it seems like if I'm going to get Witcher 3, it should be uh, obviously on the PS4 Pro. Do you have any experience with that series? Um, I do. I've, I've beaten the Witcher 3. And it's it's one of those games that like you need to... I would recommend it, but I would recommend it with an asterisk. And that's where a lot of games in this generation's fall unless they're exclusives where i would recommend it for consoles but if you're gonna get a version of it the pc version is probably the way to go so if you're looking for a console experience of the witcher 100 percent go for it but i don't think that's the definitive version of that game are you saying pc for mods or is there any other aspect of why the ps pc version is the best PC for mods, that's a big part of it, but it's also the interface where it was a game that was more built for PC. So there's a little bit of clunkiness when it comes to going through inventory, at least in my opinion, with a controller where it's just more seamless with mouse and keyboard. So that's why I would like, I don't want to take anything away from the console version, but the PC version I think is better. Okay, noted. Well, my PC, I just don't think I would be able to get the full experience. So likely if I, I I'm sure I'm going to pick it up at some point because I can get it relatively cheap at this point, including all the DLC and all that. I'll probably be picking up for, for PS4. So again, I don't have an Xbox One. So this is also my experience at any of the third party games as well. So, um, you know, not just looking at the exclusives. Is there any other areas you think? God, like, you're putting me so hard on the uh, yeah. spot here. <laughs> <laughs> you love your Monster Hunter games. Oh, yeah. Um, like, but see, again, this is a this is a thing where I love Monster Hunter. I have probably put about a thousand hours in the Monster Hunter world. I don't know if I'd recommend it. Because it's a game that I really like, but you are either going to love that game or you are going to absolutely hate it because it's very, um, it's a very specific play style of very like frame oriented, very deliberate movements and very slow and calculated and methodical. So it's, that's where it becomes hard to recommend some things because it's not for everyone and 
I because I know you like the Souls games, but I don't yep. know if that translates a hundred percent to Monster Hunter. Because yes, you are fighting these giant bosses, and yes, everything is very deliberate. But because of the online setting and because of the grindiness of it, more than the actual like going through certain levels and um, like conquering different zones in a Souls game, I don't know if it translates one to one. So it's that's a solid maybe as far as yourself yeah well i yeah no i appreciate the the consideration of you know it may not be my style of game so that's one i i might be a little more hesitant on so right right now the plan i'm gonna play through sekiro if i end up just because this game it's kicking the shit out of me to be honest with <laughs> i've you. heard it's really like, hard it is it is really hard i mean i'm only at the first i think big boss and he's mounted on a horse and I'm on the ground and it's just not fair. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I know there's more to more to come. I had to dodge this giant snake that was trying to kill me. So mm-hmm. there's a lot you, going on there. Have yeah. you ever played Doom? Doom? I not really. That is a series I just I have not really gotten into. All right, you should play the first Doom. That is a game that you can find for a cup of coffee right now. Like that the, is like the MS DOS Doom. No, <laughs> like oh. the the first. Yeah, I guess that's a little weird. The <laughs> first Doom remake. I think it came out in 2018. No, so not Doom Eternal that came out a few months ago, but the first Doom of this generation. That is a incredible game. I'm I'm just gonna list off some of my favorite PS4 games, and then we'll call those recommendations. Um, the Hitman series have like if you haven't tried any of those, I think that is uh, again something that you can pick up for very cheap. That is a fun take on like the Hitman experience. They decided to take a more like episodic route this time, so mm-hmm. all of these levels become like uh, sandboxes and. And you're like you're only killing one dude but there's like 30 different ways to kill oh, said dude I really like that and and everyone's like a different challenge like it kind of lays out a checklist of all the different ways that you can do it and then you level up in that uh in that uh, in that world in that area and then you have like a certain level and unlocks in that area but it's like okay here's one thing where you need to poison him and then another one there's a specific uh, chandelier that you need to find a sniper vantage point and then shoot the chandelier and drop it on his head and there's a bunch of like fun story challenges and stuff yeah, and I, it, I really appreciate that because um i watched a great video about you know criticisms of red dead 2 obviously red dead 2 is a phenomenal game that again i should probably pick eh, up you but know? Honestly, I mean, it's an impressive, I will say it's in a very impressive game, it's right? An, it's Maybe. an impressive game. But one thing that's been lost of recent Grand Theft Auto games is sort of the, you know, the Breath of the Wild, you know, multiple ways to solve one thing, right? Breath of the Wild shouldn't get all the credit, but it's the most recent example I can think of. Absolutely. But, you know, Grand Theft Auto 3, it's by no means a perfect game but there were definitely more than one way to solve a mission you know if yeah, there's it was a, mostly just because you kind of clown card your way into yeah, it it's but. like okay you gotta <laughs> yeah you gotta kill a guy um well there's no limitations other than okay i can just take my car run him over i could go up and shoot him whatever like mm-hmm. red dead 2 a things got so scripted that 
I feel like there was a little, you kind of lost that freedom. So to hear like this Hitman game, it's okay, here's what you got to do, but you do it however you want to figure it out the best yeah, way. It's a world of assassination. That, that's the type of game I really like. So Okay, I, then I, yes, absolutely. Yeah. You need to play Hitman then. I, I'm on board with that. So yeah, I these are some great recommendations. Um, you got any others? I'll stop putting you on the spot after this. <laughs> God, I'm oh, running actually, out Let here. me give you a question before I just keep trying to like just squeeze. Do I need every... to go downstairs and look at my collection? Yeah. Just <laughs> no. Let, let me ask you this instead, like because I, I'm clearly I'm I'm bleeding the well over here from key too much. But are <laughs> the RE three remake? Is it worth me buying? Having played the PS1 version, is it worth me playing the RE3 remake? Not before you play 2. I honestly am... I think that 2 is a better game than 3. I don't think 3 is bad, and I think that it got more criticism than it deserved, but I think it isn't. they made some choices in that game that led it to be an inferior product opposed to the RE2 remake. Okay, how can I explain this? RE3 was kind of like the more the original Resident Evil 3 was the more action based answer to Resident Evil 2 with yep. the addition of Nemesis and having more ammo and stuff they doubled down on that in the RE3 remake where it is a linear like a lot of the um sequences with Nemesis are very linear and very action oriented to the point where it doesn't feel like survival horror at all and that was kind of the beauty of the RE2 remake where it was this like you need to survive experience especially when you're being chased by Mr. X that is totally lost in the RE3 mm-hmm. remake and very disappointing I've also heard for it's that very reason. short it is very yeah. short you can be they added uh different ways to make it replayable with different unlocks and stuff like they they encourage you to play it multiple times where once you um beat the game you get points and then you can spend those points in a shop to unlock different things like an unlimited ammo weapons or fun different weapons or like um uh, modifiers to go back and play the game again so there's there's stuff like that but i don't think that the choices they made were overly positive ones so would i recommend it yeah to check out like if you can find it for cheap but buy re2 remake first because that is a phenomenal game yeah it's absolutely on my list and maybe i can wait a little bit longer on the re3 remake and hopefully get it at a discount considering it is like a considerably shorter game be cheap and you don't you also don't have like the leon a claire b type of things where you can you know there's more replayability with re2 because you can do claire a leon b all that stuff right you can still do that in the new version right uh yes and no it's not as expansive as it used to be where there is it is just leon and claire and then it, the A and B scenarios are identical, like if that makes sense. Like if you do Leon A, then Claire B. If you do then do Claire A and Leon B, it is the exact same game. So the A, are you saying the A storyline is the exact same? No, so, the the Leon storyline and the Claire storyline are identical. Oh, it's just okay. whatever order you do them in, you get that uh, experience. Oh, that's that's kind of disappointing. So how do they do the ending then? Isn't it like <laughs> it's 
honestly, let's go into RE2 spoilers. It's kind of bullshit, honestly, yeah. where they just like they cut it out. Like they say like a to be continued on the um, before they get to like the um, the blob thing, you know, yeah. like the blob at the end of uh, the bees. They just do like a to be continued in the next scenario style thing. That's not the exact wordings, but it's a it was a bit of a cop out and kind of sucked. I see. I see. Oh, wow. Okay. So they. <laughs> but still, hey, I don't yeah. take anything away from RE2 Remake because that is so like the 30 same ex- seconds. Right, not to get too into the weeds here. So if I do Leon A, right, then mm-hmm. at the very end, you're at like the reactor thing or whatever the hell it is, right? Yes. You're, and you're fighting the, what is his name? Um, the tyrant. The tyrant. Yeah. And then if I do it, but if I did that as Claire A, I would play through the exact same Claire storyline and I would end up at that bot, that same boss fight, right? The tyrant or kind of. <laughs> All right. We'll, we'll save this conversation for another time. <laughs> the, I, I didn't think the idea be... of it is yes, but no, in, in a different way. <laughs> it's way more of a headache than I ever thought it was going to be. Okay. So getting back on track, here's my current my current plan i've only got three games planned right now i'm starting with sekiro as i said and then it will be the last of us one and the last of us two from there i'm wide open you know i know i got a bunch of games in the library but you know re2 is one maybe i should check out so that's why i want to open up the conversation you know keith gave me a bunch of great recommendations i'll stop asking him he's given me enough (laughs) the poor guy but uh let us know in the comments or uh comments if you're watching on youtube let us know on twitter at a cast past or especially um we can continue this conversation over at the discord it's the best way to talk to any of the three of us one keith and myself um you can go check that out at a cast to the past.com slash discord and it, it's a great time. A lot of people on there talking about food, video games, wrestling, anything. Right. Uh, Juan's also got his own personal channel, Player Juan, and his he has a lot of the conversations surrounding his channel there. Mm-hmm. But let let's, me know. Uh, what let's turn this into a games. game. Let's turn this into a game because I imagine most people are going to tell you Final Fantasy VII remake. That is going to be the majority of it. How many people need to tell you Final Fantasy VII remake? in order for you to make that your next game <laughs> uh i need Pick a, a number I, I think i need at least 10 people for okay. it to be my exact next all right game. comments all right comment section you're up yeah because i've never fully played the original but i figured the remake would be a little more accessible for me mm-hmm. um given that it's i a haven't bit played of a it yet but i've yeah. heard it's phenomenal and yeah, once so. i have the time to do it i plan on checking it out yeah, I'm definitely excited to eventually check it out and see kind of the expanded story, the expanded but smaller version of the story because <laughs> I know it's in parts. But um, exactly, we'll continue this conversation in the Discord and comments. Just let us know what PlayStation 4 games you recommend. Maybe there's some even Keith hasn't played. So um, we're really excited to hear back from you guys. Um, but until next time, this has been another exciting episode of a cast to the past. You stole it again. I did. Son oh, of a, I, you were supposed son to. Son of a oh, beast. No. <laughs> next it, time. Once, once, you, once you start it, you can't stop yeah, it. It's, so you it's just kind of have to it, go it's with true. it. It's true. It's true. It's got to, you get a good, you got to do the back and forth. It's the circle of life. It binds us together. Play RE2. <laughs>